Welcome to the B-Movie Breakdown, episode <laughs> number 190. Did you just have like an aneurysm or yeah. something, man? I just, my brain broke. Bra- brain broke. Yeah. Uh, it's episode 190 of the B-Movie Breakdown, a weekly podcast where we find the humor and enjoyment in awesome and bad films of the past, present, and the good, the bad, the what the fuck. Oh my god. Less fucks in this movie uh, this week. Uh, last week was all like, every time anybody got punched, they're like, fuck, fuck. Yeah, this I week uh, I don't think there was... no swearing, but they added in nudity. <laughs> Just a little hint, though. Swapped out the swearing for the nudity. Real, uh, real interesting. Uh, hashtag swap it out. Hashtag swap it out. There we go. Swap out those tits. Oh, what? Don't add to it. We talk about it later. It's, we do talk about it later, and we'll get into that in a little bit here. Uh, the B Movie Breakdown you can find on all major podcasting platforms: Apple Podcasts, Google Play. Whatever the fuck you listen to it on, it oh is God. there. You can Why did find you look it. Look at me, like what, the, like whatever the fuck you listen to. Yeah, whatever the fuck you listen yes. to, that, you little monkey. Oh my God! Why am I a monkey? I don't know. Well, you're a fucking. Just seem like a. You're a fucking. You're a little snake. Oh, I'm a snake. No, like that I'm guy. A, I'm, I'm a snake. It's still one of my favorite videos. Yeah, I hate that guy. See, it's you just called me a snake, and it's funny. And yeah, I called you a monkey, and you're just a monkey. So. <laughs> You're a fucking orangutan. You're just a zoo creature. Dang, I'm, the, the orangutans were pretty smart in uh, Planet of the Apes, so... Dr. Zaius? You fucking rhinoceros. <laughs> You're just naming animals now. <laughs> you are just a dumb little cheetah, aren't you? Dumb little cheetah. Cheetahs are smart. Anyways, enough with the animal name-calling. You can also listen to us on our website, bbpodcast.com. Uh, leave reviews everywhere you can, especially on <laughs> Apple Podcasts. Amazon! <laughs> Netflix! <laughs> Wherever you can. If you're on Kohl's and you buy a t-shirt, yeah. leave a the review. Sure fit great. B-Movie Breakdown. I want you to watch the movie. Please, somebody write a review on, on a Kohl's <laughs> website and then just say what movie you want us to watch. Maybe these we'll are, see it one day. These are the softest socks I've ever worn in my life. And... <laughs> I want the B-Movie Breakdown to watch... I don't know. I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. Think of a funny movie that you want the B-Movie Breakdown to watch. A if you, funny if you left a Cole review. If I left a cool review? No, a, a, on Cole's. Oh, a Cole's review. Yeah. I would want to want them to watch Career Opportunities. Oh, what's that? It's a movie where uh, it takes place in a Target overnight. Oh, so it's like... So I was, going the de- I was just trying to go to the department store. Right? Oh, that's dumb. You fucked that up. That was Fine. Big... Jennifer Co- Jennifer Connelly's not hot in it, okay? All right. Kevin Spacey is not raping little boys in it. Not on screen. Well, there weren't no little boys in, it, in the movie, so... Oh, so you didn't have the chance? They didn't have the chance. Oh, that's maybe, maybe with the other actors, but I, I don't know. Anyways. I wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, who knows what Still, went down? Still, if you Who buy... knows what went down in that Target? When you buy stuff at Amazon, just leave, like, mention us in your reviews. Hey, just mention us in your reviews. But if you do leave a review on Apple Podcasts, mention what movie you want us to watch, and we will watch it. So please do that. You can reach us on social media at BMB Movie Breakdown on Instagram at BMB Podcast everywhere else. So like us on all that stuff and follow us and like our posts. Give us little hearts. We love little hearts. I mean, give it to us. I wish I could like remove your heart from your chest after hearing that voice. And we also have a wrestling podcast. It is called The Reversal. There will have been two episodes out once this airs. Yeah. Check that out. The Reversal is on Apple Podcasts, major po- podcasting platforms. 
social media at reverse yeah, this. If you're not fucking sick of us already. Or go to anchor.fm slash the reversal. We're on there too. Check that shit out. If you yeah. like wrestling and you like us, uh, you'll probably like the podcast. It's a specific, it's a specific niche. Yeah, it's, uh, like wrestling and us? I don't know. Or if you like us and wrestling, maybe it's that combo. Maybe it's you like us first and then you liked wrestling because of us. Well, if we can make that happen. We, we gave cool. you like little teases about wrestling all the time. We're like, man, maybe wrestling is cool. Maybe you should be watching wrestling on Monday night instead of football. And maybe, yeah, or instead of Dancing with the Stars. Yeah. I don't know what night that comes on. I just made I, it up. I think it comes on like every night of the week when it's on. I think they just they just play every episode from every season all the time. <laughs> That's all ABC programming is? Yeah. Is Dancing with the Stars? Yeah. I mean, that can't be true. I watch other shows on ABC. The Middle just ended sad. Oh, depressing. Finale. Mm. It was a good one. That's good, though. It's a show I got into like way late. Ah. And like I, I never really fully watched all the back ones you would just catch them on repeats or delayed, if they were on demand delayed fun then delayed. yeah but uh mm-hmm. i like was never a show that i was like oh this is this looks like it might be good i randomly signed up episode one day and it was like wow why did i ever never watch this show lots of continuity in there and uh they pay attention to a lot of things I you wouldn't think give, a sitcom would i need to give more shows a chance that i haven't watched before yeah that one was a good one now it's over with it was on for a long time I'm glad they were able to go out instead of being canceled that's always yeah, good it is a plus so, especially for a show running that long. But yeah, anyways, yeah. check out our wrestling podcast, The Reversal. It is tons of fun. It's, don't just—it's a podcast about wrestling. <laughs> don't you're gonna go off at some tangent. I wasn't gonna go off on a tangent. I'm hyping it up at all. Always, it was tons of fun. Yeah, in this dumb voice you're doing for no fucking reason. Oh, I was trying to do like a Todd Chrisley voice. <laughs> What's his name? Is Chris Chrisley? You idiot! Isn't it or is it Todd? I always thought it was Chris Christie. <laughs> I think you're thinking of Chris Christie. Was Not that fat fuck. Yeah. Who, <laughs> who blocks bridges with his asshole. And reserves beaches for only himself. Anyways. Well, what I want to get back into, besides the Reversal podcast, you have projects going on. Just follow, me, just follow me on Instagram. Follow Nick on Instagram at Scatterville Stories. And the website is scattergirl.com. Working on some projects. New art is not updated as often as it used to be, but follow me on there. And just, you know, one of those little hearts. That's all I ask. Do it. Do it. And just like this week's movie, got there was some... It got done. There was some doing it in this week's movie. Hmm. Well, it really wasn't, actually. I mean, it was... It was Unless you're talking about murder. Oh, yeah, Big time murder in this week's movie. Sequel to last week's movie, Martial Law 2, Undercover. We didn't expect to uh, find out that Martial Law had a sequel. Nope. Let alone to uh, find a sequel that was actually quite enjoyable. So uh, check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. Martial Law 2, Undercover. It's the best of the worst. I think Martial Law 2 was better than Martial Law, the first one. No. No? No. Well, I mean, def- man, these are two movies like I barely care about. but they're- <laughs> So, I mean, but the the first one had, it, there was more, 
character stuff going on and the plot was a little more complicated and things progressed different. This one, if you just want, like I said, if you want to watch a badass fucking video game with some non-boring cutscenes, this is where you want to go. But I think the first one is better. I get what you're saying about the, the, the character building thing. And I guess it did do that for the main character a little bit more. Right. Though, I kind of like this guy better as an actor. As I mean, the main character. Like, the other guy was like... That's fine. He, he had character building, but he was kind of, like, bland. Whereas this guy had a little bit, like... He had some swagger and some intensity. Yeah. But, like, how much... I mean... Especially in the martial arts uh, aspect of it. He was definitely, like, a badass. Which, like, everybody in this movie is. Yeah. There's definitely not a person. Unless you're maybe, like, part of a biker gang. Maybe then you don't know martial arts. Sure. But, may, but at least, like, two of the guys out of your gang know martial arts. Because well, they just caught... They, everybody knows so many people who know martial arts, you just pick it up. <laughs> you just learn it. It was just such a big thing in the 90s. Just, like, everybody... Well, that was the huge craze. Things like Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Uh, Karate Kid. Well, that was the 80s, but still, they, Karate Kid they all, was still there. They all bleed into the same... Yeah, ni- Karate Kid, Ninja Turtles, yeah. Three Ninjas. Yeah. Surf Ninjas. Yeah. How many ninja movies were ninjas, there? G.I. Joe had Ninja Force, where the whole toy line was taken over with just ninjas. Yeah. Ninjas, ninjas. Street Fighter. That's yeah. a ninja movie. Street, Martial artist. Uh, Mortal Kombat even Mortal counts. Kombat. Karate... Uh, Karate fighters, remember those toys? I do. There was karate and ninja, everything in the in the like. Isn't it was like from amazing? like eighty. It was like eight, from eighty eight to like ninety five. Isn't that amazing? It was like ninja and karate, everything. Seriously, I was I took karate classes for a very short amount of time. I never did that, but I wish I had. Me and some friends, we took. We were in karate classes when we were younger. We were probably like maybe like yeah, anybody, eight or nine years old. Anybody could have opened up their own fucking dojo. Who knows what that guy was teaching you back then? Oh yeah, it was at the fucking park district. Yeah, so it's just some guy who just wants to. You just watch it's like many... a Kenny Powers. Oh, not Kenny Powers. What's the Foot Fist way? Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, uh, I get it. You know, his yeah. character in the yeah. Foot Fist way is like yeah. this guy. Just a guy. That's what that movie is. Like a guy who opened up a jujitsu. In that, I think it's a like judo or something. Sure. But still, it's just. And at least those were a little bit more serious. But in the 90s, it was just like those karate places were just all over the place. Karate classes. Were, yeah. Like, overrun. It was. <laughs> Right, not everybody can be Mr. Miyagi. It was everywhere, right? And the, yeah, it's even like a Cobra Kai. Like we, I mean, we've mentioned many times on the show. Yeah, this is brought to you by YouTube Premium. YouTube Premium or Red or whatever the fuck you want to call it. But that's uh, not a good way to do an ad. Even that though, like in that movie, Cobra Kai is like a karate. Yeah. Studio. Oh my god, you're spoiling it for me. Oh shit! Sorry, but oh my god, it's crazy. It is crazy how big karate. And it like and it went away. I mean, martial arts movies still exist. Like obviously, like but Jackie Chan got more popular. Like in the like we were mentioning before, like ninety, oh past ninety five and did, stuff like that. Did that stuff go away, or did the the love of that for in the public consciousness just mix and become MMA? You yeah, really, it really did. Because then, because then all that bubbled up, and then it became a sport, and then all those guys, all that gets geared into like the actual yeah. sport. And now, now you have tons of people. I'm sure, like kids are going to MMA classes. Yeah, things like that. Well, yeah, because you learn your different martial arts, and I mean, it's mixed martial arts. Yeah, you do your stuff. Yeah, it's crazy to think about how UFC it didn't start that way. No, and, like in back in the days of like Ken Shamrock and Dan the Beast Severn, and I remember. Uh, we had some of those taped on VHS. Like my dad's friend had got a couple on pay per view when it was yeah, like. How were those? It was like illegal to yeah, it was get. Like ban- it was banned in different places. Yeah, it's just so brutal. Yeah, there was one where like 
a guy was I'm, I remember we watched we would watch it all the time because obviously we're big into wrestling and stuff so right. we knew like Ken Shamrock and we knew Dan that's, Severn because they were the WWF yeah. and there was one I don't even know who the two guys were but there's a guy who's just getting elbowed in the eye just like this guy oh is God. taking his elbow and just going bam 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 <laughs> and this guy's eye is just bloody and like no. falling out of his eye no. socket and then he finally taps it's like it was like fucking crazy back then. Yeah, they would have called that match. Oh, like you're done. Yeah, and he was just like, bam, bam. And then there was a in the same like night of thing. There was like this. Ah, uh, there was like a big fat guy. It wasn't like a Tank Abbott type of person or something like that. But it was like a big fat guy because some of those guys they weren't even like in shape. No, you're just tough. But yeah, the, yeah. You just you just fight. Yeah, you had like like a Tank Abbott. That guy wasn't like in shape at all. He was like a, he was like a. I mean, I barely know who this person is. He was uh, think of like Kerry King from Slayer. He kind of looked like that. Okay. And he was like a UFC dude. Okay. Early on, he was actually had a stint a stint for a while in WCW. Oh my god! So he did the wrestling thing too. Yeah, oh yeah, he transitioned into. Here, I'll show you a picture of him real quick, just so you get an idea of what. Thank this you. This will this will help me, but no one else. Yeah, he's just a tough guy. He's just a tough guy. He looks a lot like Gary King. He does. He looks a lot like Gary King. But yeah, he was just like a tough, kind of chubby guy who really wasn't in shape necessarily. And there were a lot of those guys like that. And, but I remember there was a guy that was like a bigger guy, kind of like him, maybe a little bit bigger uh, as far as weight goes. And this guy got his like tooth just like, Blew out of his fucking head, oh, and then the fight kept going. And the blood was just coming out of his mouth, and then it just kept going. This is the Wild West of fighting. <laughs> God damn it! It was out of control. But yeah, I agree. Like the karate stuff bled into that. But I feel like the karate stuff became it was so huge, and like these kind of these kind of martial arts movies like this were so big, they were. and they definitely did die off. And I think they just died. They just like kind of blended into everything else, kind of almost like how you're saying karate and MMA did. That fight, move fighting in movies like that just kind of bled into. That's what you see now. Everybody took it. Everybody yeah. threw it in. There. And you don't see it as much. It definitely hit a peak there with like the Jack, Jackie Chan's and the Jet Lees, sure, and and whatnot. Because even, but you don't see a lot of those kind of. I mean, they exist still. In, yeah. You know, in certain markets and and whatnot, they still like those martial arts movies do exist. But to the extent of something like this, where does a nonstop fight fest? That's what this movie is. It's a yeah. very few scenes of just dialogue and talking. And when you do, they're just they're just the right amount. It, it is like it is the perfect amount. That, it is. Like we don't need like, any more or any less. Like if you're not gonna give me this over sweeping narrative, like you don't try to be more than you are. It's like this is this exists so we can have lots of people get punched in the stomach ten times. <laughs> Anytime somebody got punched in the stomach, it was at least ten times. Just a real, and everybody was so fast. Man, wouldn't it be cool? Like, I don't know if they're speeding up the cameras or what, but everybody no, in this—I think they were just fast. Everybody in this movie was like, yeah, like it was just when the hits would fast. happen. It was like, I know it's like movie fighting or whatever, but still, it's like, how fast is some of these guys? How much would it cost to like take some of these old nineties movies and just use like the dialogue scenes as cutscenes, but then have like a video game around it? Just like use the footage. Yeah, yes, it's done. This could be. This could be all the dialogues there. Pay or, who you need to. Or pay. even just take a bunch of these and put them as little stories throughout the game. You could almost have like a Grand Theft Auto, 
you know what I mean, with where it's like this vast world and you have tons of stories. Oh, you're making it more complicated, but I like that. Yeah. Right. It's no. Yeah. So you're not just like this nowadays. If you were to make Martial Law Two Undercover the game, yeah, it wouldn't be very long. No. It'd be a short game. It'd be like an indie game almost. It'd be like you would. You. This is like something that would be an add-on to like a Grand Theft Auto type of game, like an extra story. But if if you just had a because uh, they have all these games like the, you know Grand Theft Autos and your Red Dead Redemption these open world games and they're all great and but most of them are very gun centric yeah you can still fight and punch whatever but I and I'm sure there's some that probably exist where there's where the fighting is more centric but I think it'd be real cool if there weren't like guns weren't like the thing and it was mainly just like hand hand to hand weapons well, and, if you, if you took a lot of these old movies with these old stars and stuff. And made it, and like basically a lot of cheap movies get the rights to them, and then like combine them and have all these different characters exist in the same little world. And then like you can be the different characters in the video game, and they each have their own. And then they can interact. Like if you're playing one character's story, you'll see right. somebody from another story you have to play. Then it all just kind of can be this mess of a thing. But it would work because this this movie is legitimately a video game. It is yeah. like here's level one. Level one is the park. Yeah, it's like here you go. That's level one. Yeah, and, le- and this is like level stumble, stumble to a van, drunk, beat up the biker gang. Biker gang's doing a deal. Yeah, and you can add that's can, the cutscene, and you can choose to be the girl or the guy. Yeah, and then you each have your own little side stories, but then you also kind of cross over at points. What reminds me of that is there was a uh, Die Hard the arcade game where you could be where you were uh I think it was like a Japanese game and then they just mar they just like slapped Die Hard on there. Sure. But <laughs> it was Die Hard the arcade game and you could be like essentially John McClane or some chick. That's exactly what this would be. And it was like, you know, you went through a tower and levels and it's one of those there were actual Die Hard video games, but Yeah, well that's probably one of it's one of those branding things. Well, this is done. Prepackage it. All right. Yeah, it was like a weird arcade do, game do that this. they. I think they just turned into a die-hard arcade game for whatever weird reason. I really don't think it had anything to do with die-hard. I, mean, I don't even. I could probably find video games and play them. I don't play. This is you know out of my element. Like going to play a video game based off ridiculous old movies when I could just probably go find a cool video. game. Oh, right, there's tons of great video but games that are very similar. I to I like this. the concept because you can build cult followings with those types of things too. Like, oh, this is. I'm playing this movie. Maybe I'll go fucking watch it. Yeah. Like, oh, all right. This weird, obscure movie, and, you know, I think the idea of shoving them all into one, like a Grand Theft Auto type of thing, would work. Yeah, especially if, the, game like action if the dialogue was, like, B-level like this is. I mean, you could if you all... still had the same, like, if you had that, like, cheesiness to it where you knew it was like that on purpose. I mean, if you get the rights to these movies, you can just use all the dialogue in the movie. Right. Pay the actors and actresses if they're around, and then it'd be like... Easy money. Yeah, you get the and then there there have there have been games that have that like cheesy feel to it on purpose, mm-hmm. and they do work. But I think in in more of like a slightly serious tone, but it's also like very obs- absurd and yeah. obscure. I I just think a more martial arts based yeah, game I, would be cool as of as far as like a open world style because they're all almost all gun based. Don't get me wrong, I love all of the Grand Theft Autos and the Red Dead Red Dead. Yeah, and stuff like that. Don't get you wrong, you love guns. I fucking love guns, Man, dude. Who doesn't love guns? <laughs> and uh but yeah, I think I think that that would be a lot of oh, a martial law video game would be fucking awesome. A cop, you're a cop, but you just you just use your hands and feet. And... Not always. 
Well, not always. Sometimes you can take. In guns. the other movie, they never shot any guns, from what I remember. No, but he was in a bind. They had to amp it up this time. Yes, he they was they were in definitely bind. in a situation where life or death. It was a life or death type of situation. Which is why the guns make such a huge impact because. And the showdown, like in the last movie, the showdown was with a guy who knew martial arts and who wasn't using guns. This time it was a guy who knew martial arts but was also willing to just take guns. it up a notch. Right, so it's like, all right. So it's like, well, yeah, we, it we have to adapt to the situation. It wasn't David Carradine who's this master murderer who just wants to test his skill. No, it was just this dude named Spencer Hamilton. That was not his real name, but his uh, character named Spencer Hamilton. Well, yeah, that's what we're talking about, the character. He was a sweet, he was just like a suave, like, douchebaggy. He ran a nightclub. And his, uh, he had his daddy's money. Yeah. And because uh, his dad was his inspiration. Yeah, when you see his dad once, just one time, real timid guy. Yeah, and probably doesn't has no idea what his son's up to. Well, his son's dead now. <laughs> yeah, his son died real good. So many people died in this movie, and all his son's friends. It's like, oh, my son was a part of this. Oh no. Yep, so many people died in this movie. People that you didn't expect to die everyone, died in this movie. Everyone you met on screen died except the two main characters. Basically, like, all the main characters. For the most part, like, yeah. Ignoring the extras. Right. Like, the guy that was doing the business dealing. Like yeah. Like, in that pit fight. Yeah, the black guy. And fine, we'll talk about it. We don't even know what that was for. I really don't think... I, they mentioned that there was, like... He was a sports marketing guy. Right. And they had An a... agent. And they had a little discuss, discussion. But what could that guy have? Corey, if we went in the movie, we could find out. I don't know either. This is the point. I don't know either. But we didn't go back and look it up before the podcast, so we can't ask these questions because we could try and find them out, and we didn't do the work. We didn't rewind it 20 minutes and find it out. <laughs> we can't have this talk because, well, we, we could... Ah. Well, well, no, that guy, he never got his $10 million. No, he didn't. And you know who else didn't die and who was kind of like in it for a little bit is that one bartender... Yeah, I was hoping he'd get fucking murdered. He sucked. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he's he, a smug asshole. Yeah, but look at where he worked. Get a different job. <laughs> You're this good of a bartender. You have to work at this elite club where, like, girls are just... Club being... Syntax is the place <laughs> to be. Where girls are getting pimped out to make deals, and there's just dancing going on, and there's an elite secret uh, clientele that goes there. <laughs> and there's everybody... I, I, and obviously there were cops that were in on it, so it's like, well, that's why they're not getting, you know, shut down. Exactly, that's why it still exists, right? And, like, the captain, but it was only the captain of one precinct, like, everybody, there were clearly people that weren't thrilled about it. The one guy, Bill, uh, what was it, his name wasn't Billy, that's the chick's name. That is Roth, uh, Rock's name. <clears throat> yeah, Excuse me. The, uh, but the one, Sean Thompson, the character, his friend... Uh, who he hasn't seen in a long time. Yes. Um, Morelli. Morelli, yeah. Name. So the uh, character from the last movie, Sean Thompson, replaced by a different actor, he b- goes from being just like a regular cop to becoming a detective, yeah. and he moves to a precinct where he is reunited with a friend of his uh, who used to drink. He's not sober. Yeah, this first thing out of his mouth. He's not sober, and I believe him. Yeah, that he's sober. Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, I believe it too. He meant it. Yeah, he turned out to be a good guy. So, I well, it. Sean believed it. Sean did believe it. Yeah, he believed it real hard. He said it every time, every single time. I, and I believe it. And I believe it. Man, he's just got one of those good guy powers. Like, nah, I know facts. <laughs> I know when someone's. Hey, he was right. He totally was. And but the thing is, in the scenario of 
you haven't seen your friend in a long time. He used to be a heavy drinker when you knew him. Yeah. Uh, people do relapse into, you know, hop back on the wagon, especially with something like that. Maybe. So it wouldn't be out of this world for him to like, oh, he started drinking again. He acted, I understand, like, obviously it was some shadiness and it was weird. And like, why was he so proud of it if he went to go do this? But it's not that weird for somebody to to go back to their addiction. Which is why it was a good way to try and make it seem like he was killed. Oh, yeah. Like he killed himself. For sure. But did anybody else know this? What do you mean? I think they just staged a drunk driving accident. They don't. They didn't know his background. The captain mentioned it, and that's they kept talking about the relapses and stuff. Like they talked about that he could. Right, I meant the people who killed him. It was the goons and like Spencer. Well, yeah, the other cop was there, but he didn't go like, "Hey, you had a drinking problem. Maybe this is a good idea." No, but they they just came up with that. Well, it just was a convenience, but that was and the and but it, if with, for anybody else maybe it would have worked, but that's because if it was an other random cop that would have worked, but because it was this special guy, that's what gave Sean. He's like, no, but he he couldn't have just done that because he told me he was sober. So and that, I, and I believed him, and that whole that yeah, he believed him. But that whole kink that that threw the wrench in their plan because he wasn't some random like, some cop who didn't have like. Issues with alcohol, like you know what I mean, like right, he yeah. had a specific relationship with alcohol. And 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 when they found the cr- when the crash happened, and they find the car, the one dirty cop who's in on a lot of the, who's in on a lot of it, yeah, he's like the evidence is there. It's plain and simple. Yeah, I mean he's just real. He's just too for sure about it. Yeah, he's overselling his like right. his like in. Uh, um, I suppose they didn't figure generic bad guy cop, and he that guy ends up dying. Really I didn't good. expect him to get shot. No, I expected it, maybe him to die at the hands of Sean or something like that. But definitely not. Like I didn't expect the bad guys to turn on the crooked cop. Man, how many movies do we watch like this where cool cool twists like that don't happen? Like there's thought involved. There were so many twists in this movie. He's like, what? This person, like, it was mainly deaths because you just didn't. Ex- you one, the death would happen when you least expected it, and yeah. two, it was usually a character where you didn't really expect them to die. Like that crooked cop, I didn't really expect him to die. Maybe no. get like arrested or like right. you know get what's coming to him. Nope. But I didn't expect him to die. At least if he did, it would would have been not at the hands of Sean and not the hands of the bad guys. Yeah, nope, but, everyone dies. But the problem in that scene is that these Asian guys who work for Spencer Hamilton have Sean at gunpoint, and the other crooked cop is like, oh, I brought him to you, haha. like, let's just, let's just take care of it, shoot him already. And then the one Asian guy goes, I got different orders. So the orders are obviously to kill the crooked cop. Yeah. But they previously had gone up against Sean, know how undefeatable he is in, in any sort of hand-to-hand combat but for whatever reason kill the crooked cop first which gives sean plenty of time to take their guns away from them and beat the shit out of them right but what i was thinking is they beat the shit out of him but but i guess it doesn't matter because it didn't come into play because i was thinking maybe they wanted him alive so they, that's why they shot the other guy like well, we're gonna kill this guy we're gonna take you back but there was no indication that they wanted him alive for any reason whatsoever. I felt like maybe they wanted him alive to show him that they had his girlfriend. Well, at that point, yeah. Because I think they caught on to that she was... But we have no evidence of that. 
Yeah, just that There's, one chick saw her in the parking lot funny. And, and all that leads is to her getting hired. Billy gets hired. Cynthia Rothrock gets hired to be one of Spencer's bodyguards. Mm-hmm. Because she went undercover to work at the bartender. Did we talk about that already? No, we didn't. Which, that's how she ends up working at the nightclub. Because, well, our brilliant detective, his first night in this bar, Club Syntax, because he found a matchbook, matchbook in, his, in Morelli's car when he was dead. It's his first lead. Genius detective goes in there, and the first night he's in there, he gets involved in this giant martial arts fight, totally blowing his cover. And then that's when he, uh, you find out that the bad cop is there that night, because which is suspicious in itself. Which that leads into him. Oh like, yeah. what's this guy doing here? But so he's not. Um, Sean isn't welcome at this club anymore. So then Billy, she gets hired because earlier in the movie you see here they plant the seed. She's bartending at her dad's place because he's out or whatever. So she's just helping the boys, you know. Like the precinct is there. A bunch of cops are there drinking. Mm-hmm. So she gives them the uh, the bartender treatment. She's working behind the bar. So you know she can mix drinks. So that's how she gets to the end. And then she works at the nightclub where she mingles and meets. Um, what was her name? The, the Spencer's main girl who's doing all these deals. Tiffany, Tiffany Michaels. Tiffany Michaels. Who you find out is she at least likes him a lot. The captain who works at the new precinct that Sean has been transferred to. And can I have a point? What was, like, they basically, like, if they had all these same actors back, the beginning of the movie starts as if, like, it's a send-off to, like, the first movie. But none of the same people are there except Billy. Right. Like, it's like, oh, well, you have to go to this new precinct. It doesn't matter what fucking precinct it goes to. But that's fine. Right. It's right. Like a weird thing, but like even that captain's not the same captain, he's a different guy and there's nobody other cops you see that work there. But it breaks up Billy, who was gonna go on um their partnership because they were full fledged partners at that point. Because in the last past movie his partner got murdered, right? Mm-hmm. Along with his brother. Yeah. There's a huge recasting, by the way, if we didn't address it already. Unfortunately. Sean yeah, Thompson, I, I mentioned Did you it. mention yeah. okay, yeah, not the same actor, not the same guy from Karate Kid. Right, yeah, he's gone. Yeah, so that... I guess it's not the same universe. Unless they recasted Dutch from Karate Kid. Because he's really Sean Thompson, that's his name. Right, that's yeah. A, that's what we decided. Yeah, that's his real name, is Sean Thompson. Yeah. Uh, but Billy's gonna go on vacation, and instead she gets wrapped into this shit. She also tries to get gang-raped, basically, in an alley, or robbed at least. Tries to get gang-raped? They tried to... They, a tr- an attempt was made... To assault her. I know, but you said she tried I to... I know what I take... said, Corey! You know, all those women, you know all those women going into parking garages trying to get raped? I know what I said. It just she, she shouldn't have been wearing that. It just took too many words. That's not what I said. She shouldn't have been wearing that blazer with those shoulder pads. Man, that's a hot look back in the day. I, for men and women. <laughs> men in this movie, uh, especially when they're wearing trench coats with shoulder pads. She beat up three guys after she was done shopping, all right? She didn't try to get fucking raped. No, she didn't. She kicked some ass. Yeah, she broke her guy's leg. He's not using that again. No. Oh, my God. She destroyed that guy's leg. Just completely just dunzo. The the fights in this movie are fantastic. I don't know how to recommend this, because if I recommend this to someone, like, they're not going to watch it. But like, so I I would I would say if you have Amazon Prime, there's no reason you shouldn't watch Martial Law. If you're looking for some Martial Law, yeah, too. just throw it in there, because everything is serious. The fights are great. They are. I I would definitely be down to watch some more 
Cynthia Rothrock movies. Yeah, we're going to. The issue is, well, on Amazon Prime, they have two of her movies from the 90s. Okay. One from 2017, Sworn to Justice. Well, that's the that one might we're be doing. rough. That's the one we're doing, man. But I want to watch Honor and I want to watch Honor and Glory and Guardian Angel. Well, let's do that. Those those are, I'm sure great. Did you see the way she? Spun There's another it? one called Well, that Mercenaries one with all those other right. chicks is on. That that one might be real rough. I'm afraid it'll be boring. Like Expendables. Yeah, it could be for sure. But that one's on there. There's another one called Manhattan Chase, where she's topless in a karate pose in jean shorts on the cover. Uh, I'm not really sure what's going on there. I'll have to watch this one. Doesn't really doesn't star her, Mm. and this one doesn't star her either. And I don't think any of these do. I don't know why her name. There's another one, City Cops. Uh, let's watch City uh, Cops. Blonde, Blonde Justice, Deadly Revenge. She's got size. It's from 1989. You know it has to be incredible. Oh, that one wasn't included with Prime. It wasn't? No. What do you mean? It was, uh, she's in Santa's Summer House. I think we talked about that before. That one wasn't included with Prime. That was a bummer. That is a bummer. Yeah, it's just, uh, it's just a movie you can rent. For how much? Sure, we we can rent all of her movies, probably, on Amazon. I wouldn't doubt it. Well, yeah. I mean, unfortunately. Did you see when, uh, Tiffany Marshall was walking out? Yeah. Because she was... Cause she Michaels. Was, whatever. Who gives a fuck? Tiffany I, Michelle was going to get jumped in the bar. Some guy was being real pushy, okay? He was like, hey, how about we do this thing? Because she probably fucked this guy before because she does. that's the kind of things they do at this nightclub, evidently. For sure. They make deals. They're deal makers. Big time. Well, he wanted to make a deal again. And she's like, no. And then um, Billy, Cynthia Rothrock, rolls over the uh, the bar... Puts him in a chicken wing and then reaches her hand underneath his ass and grabs his testicles and, like, walks him away. So, you know, toxic masculinity has been a hot topic the past few weeks. So a nice display of that is when they, um, Billy and um, Tiffany Jackson are leaving the bar. And then, <laughs> and then, and then, like, the guy gets out of his van. And then there's a car behind his van with two guys, and one guy's got like a baseball bat. Yeah, like he's like he called, he got kicked out of the bar and called his friends up. All right, we're gonna follow the, I gotta follow this chick and meet me at this place where I tell you to, and we're gonna we're gonna beat the yeah, shit out of them do? and rape them. I, I guess. guess like where's that going, right? He brought these two other guys. Because well, I guess at that point he decided he was gonna like assault the bartender too. This is a gang rape situation Basically, here. Because that's where all these things lead, right? I mean, that's ideally. Ideally, these were these. That's what these fuckers are thinking in their minds, right? Because what are you doing with these? Like the guys that jumped her in the alleyway, they were, they weren't just gonna rob her. They're gonna do bad stuff. Oh yeah, for sure. And this guy wanted to have sex with this girl anyways. Oh yeah, so he, she could shot down. He was definitely all about Raffany Mickles. Yeah, that's her name. <laughs> was that some kind of accent? Did you roll your R? <laughs> How did that work out for you? How did did you roll your R? Roll my R. I don't know. Yeah, it was like I just weird, really like wanted a... to find a way to really butcher her name. Well, Ralphany Mickles? Ralphany Michaels. I don't even remember what I said. Raphney Tickles. <laughs> Raphney Tickles. <laughs> Sammy Pickles. Sammy Pickles. Alright, well, when Sammy Pickles was... watches one two sports. Yeah. Yeah, she does it's a it's a popular channel. <laughs> 
SmackDown's getting moved there. Oh, shit. SmackDown Live is going there. Oh, 2019 shit. On, on Friday night. Damn it. I don't have that channel. But the reason why I'm telling this story is because when the guy pulls out the baseball bat, um, Billy has the bat and does one of the most ridiculous things I've ever seen with a baseball bat. Like, she's fashion like a bow stick. Or like, oh, my God. I've never, it's just insane. I wish you could just look up that clip because you just watch him. Like, I should watch this movie. I mean, the, you I'll, should watch I'll, this movie if you love... Uh, non-stop karate action. Like, if you were a kid of the, in the in the mid to late 80s into the 90s, you'll fucking love this movie because it's a non-stop karate fest. It makes you want to go home and see what, like, action figure parts I have and make a custom G.I. Joe of Billy. It makes me want to go home and just uh, do go. karate demonstrations. Well, that's good. Hey, well, that's going to be some of the first things on our YouTube channel is Cody's <laughs> YouTube karate demonstrations. Oh, sick. I was at Greenbelt, so... You should I... make a documentary about it. Because all YouTube documentaries are all full of facts. Yeah, they so are. You so make a YouTube documentary about how I was a green belt? Yeah, well, make up a color that isn't a belt, and then that's your, the, what belt you are. I'm sure there's probably, like, every color is, like, a belt and some sort of other different mustard? martial arts. Call it a mustard belt. Mustard belt. <laughs> yeah. You're going to evolve the ketchup next week. It's the red belt. You just call it ketchup. Oh, that's not funny? He's just going to cold shoulder me on that one? Fuck you, and fuck what we're talking about right now, you little fuck. <laughs> fuck this, fuck this podcast. <laughs> fuck you and Ralph, Ralphie McTickly Pants, whatever their fucker name is. Tiffany Michaels. Yeah, whatever. Symphony <laughs> Mitchells. But Symphony Mitchells... Um, I feel like Symphony was a good part, and Mitchell's I just faded away. I got nothing after Symphony. That was a good. It was good. Uh, whatever. Uh, her character though definitely had a weird turn in direction because one she was she was in love with the police captain. Correct. That was that was the guy who you obviously you end up finding out he's dirty too. But yeah. she's in love with him because she's like genuinely in love with she him. She does like him. Though she loves him so much that she still goes through with poisoning him well, the, she, to knock him out. Well, right, because she still works with fuckface Spencer McGiggles or whatever. His Spencer name. Hamilton. Yeah, Spencer Hamilton. Um, Is that what that movie, that pl- musical Hamilton's about? This guy. Yeah, obviously. Like, yeah, it's the American Dream. Yeah, Spencer Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, Spencer Hamilton. His own rap musical. He's got his own books. rap musical about this guy with a shitty-ass samurai ponytail. <laughs> this white guy with a shitty-ass samurai ponytail. I I, I never knew Lin-Manuel Miranda is a huge fan of martial law, too. Yeah, this is what, this is what I mean, it's what it's all about. It's what inspired him. That's yeah. why he got so martial famous. Martial law, too. Yep. And they only called the guy Martial Law once in this movie. It was one time. I don't even remember them calling him once. Yeah, well, it was. Like, oh, hey, yeah, it's you, Martial Law, when he came to the new precinct. And that was it. Some guy, it might have even been the crooked cop. Well, they only said it like once or twice in the other one. It was like three times. It was uh, more than Once or twice, time. three, one extra. That's a few. Two is a couple. It's totally different. Fake news. <laughs> That's where my voice was going, so I just went with it. <laughs> it was. <laughs> it was going. Fake news. It's talking about lies. I know, so I just went with it. Uh, But what I was saying before, she was in love with the captain. She uh, still agrees to poison him uh, in order to knock him out, so they can, you know, do 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 something to him. They really don't inform her. Tickle his balls. Obviously, they couldn't inform her because she probably would wouldn't have been too thrilled about the situation. Nope. But 
Because so, what but, happened? Well, one, she goes to have sex with the captain. captain. Nothing happens because they just kind of make out and he's still closed. He's drugged. Um, she, she gets naked, so that's... It's funny, there were no tits in the last one. Oh, shit. But it was kind of a weird, like... I don't know, I just didn't expect it from this movie, even though there's, like, babes all over the place. It just felt like, okay, it's just... Because the other one didn't have any nudity... Well, the nightclub didn't have... It wasn't like a, it wasn't a strip, a strip club, club. It was just yeah. a dance club. Just, yeah, girls, girls dancing. dancing, having fun. But at 59 minutes into this movie, there was definitely a hashtag whip your tits out moment. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck this. Fuck the hashtags. So, yeah, that's the hashtag whip your tits out moment of the film. At 59 minutes in, so... I adore McCooley's viewers, listenership, but... Don't just pander to the audience so, like that. I mean, if if maybe you're just uh, looking for some tits uh, on Amazon Prime. Maybe if you're just looking for some tits. <laughs> on Amazon Prime, go 59 minutes into this movie and you'll get some. Just giving him the timestamp and everything to look at, like, dark shadowy side boob. At one point, it's full, sh- it's full on shadow. Full shadow. Full shadow yeah, boob. the lights go off. Did she turn around and face the camera? Uh, she, like, like, falls back onto the bed. It's like a 45 degree angle. This sucks. <laughs> this is stupid. You're the other one diving into the, the camera angles and the... I'm just trying to whip, ex- explain how, like, useless it is. It doesn't add anything. No, it was... It really... It's kind of upsetting for her, I'm sure, as far as the character and, and the actress... Uh, it's like, she had a lot of lines, and she spent a lot of time in this acting. Right. And then she was a very prominent she, character. She, she just gets naked for two seconds. And then what happens? And then she gets shot in the stomach. Yep. Pillow. Pillar silencer. Pillar. <laughs> the pillar silencer. Y'all got the pillars? Got the, got the pillar silencer. <laughs> lay on their pillars? I'm going to lay my hand down on those pillars. <laughs> I was hoping. Yeah, good. Uh, yeah, she gets shot. And this is the way they're going to incriminate the captain. Oh my god, it's the, it's, it doesn't make any sound of why he goes along so with So they, they put her in the bed next to him while he's passed out, and there's a, she has been shot. She has been shot. She's bleeding. Yeah. And then they put the gun in his hand, yeah. and he's passed out in the bed, and they take a picture. They take a Polaroid of him passed out with a gun in his hand, and like... So that's what people do? They shoot people in the stomach, and then they pass out next to the body? And they have their friend take a picture? <laughs> Because if they turned it into anybody or showed that on the news, say they were like, you know, when I had a press conference and like, we're going to expose this captain, look what he did, murdered this whore. And they show the pic, they'd be like, why was there a picture taken of this? That should be the first question. Why didn't you call the police? And it's not like the day and age of, uh, you know, a smartphone. No, he, they can't, where, they can't write. Where a camera could have been set up I mean, or something to take that picture. Nope, this was a Polaroid. It was a fucking Polaroid. And I'm pretty sure back in that, even, I don't think any time, Polaroids had timers. Cameras, obviously, for a long time, had timers on them, even back then. But I don't think Polaroid cameras had timers. I just don't even understand. Yeah, how would you explain They might this? have. I could be dead wrong. No, but I mean, how would you, I think, I don't know, I think, I want to say I think some of them did. I want to think like it would print it on there. Yeah, later models, so, not the ones, the uh, high tech, not ones. the ones used in this movie. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the model. I can't vouch for that. I'm not going to spread lies. The model three seven zero five M. Oh, that one. <laughs> well, let me. Oh, I'm familiar with that model. Yeah, it didn't have a time. That's true. That one. That one. What the model? The model O. The one after that, after M. Yeah, three seven zero seven six O. They skipped the N. They just went straight to O. Model O. 
Yeah. And was a different one. It was just a black and white Polaroid camera. So I don't know if they expected, like, how would they have explained that? Like, you walk in, you see the situation, and then you just take a picture. That's what you do. Yeah, that, that I don't see. Oh, this is so terrifying. Let me pull out my camera. Click. Oh. And I, yeah, I don't know how that would incriminate anybody because if anybody should be being questioned, it's the person with the picture. And if you ever, like, if the captain, like, do, goes along but then doesn't, like, you, you can't just whip this out, like, two weeks, for, like, a month from now. Like, he was, he was here when this happened. Where the fuck were you then? It doesn't work out for any... You just hang on this picture of a murder? Yeah. To blackmail a captain? That's more on you than him. And then he just shot this woman <laughs> and passed out next to her with a gun in his hand still? He just thought it'd be funny to that's, lay on the bed still? That's usually what you do when you blow your load. Yeah. Just roll over and pass out. Man, it was just like a joke. I don't like that I said blow my load. <laughs> I liked it. I didn't like it. I, I was pandering to my audience. I knew you liked this shit. <laughs> Those dirty jokes. Jeez. You fucked up human. Uh, and the, even at towards the end of this movie, uh, there's there's obviously we've mentioned there's lots of action, lots of fights, Non-stop. lots of dudes getting punched in the stomach constantly, like ten time ten so ten, ten punches at a time. There's a sweet fight club, like underground fight scene, which is weird because there was kind of one in uh, CIA codename Alexa. It was it was in the, yeah that's what I was yeah. And but this one was way more intense, and uh, uh, I mean, the other one had death too. But this one was like it wasn't supposed to be to the death. Yeah, it was just supposed to be over. The like, other guy got like pissed off that he lost and broke a bottle and tried to stab that yeah, guy. So, and the I other, mean, other he, dude was like, "I'm not having this shit." Yeah, once he broke the bottle, it was. Like, but all he did was punch him a bunch of times, really fast and really hard, and then one final one in the fucking head, and he died. He died. And how many punches were they taking to the face? And there was like no blood. So at that last final uppercut, he spits a little bit of blood out, and I was like, "Oh no!" And like, "Oh, he's dead." Oh, okay. Also, if you listen to our wrestling podcast. I was, the movie I was talking about was Conan Malexa. I kept thinking, I forgot that we had watched Martial Law last week and not. Yeah. Conan Malexa was too behind. All these movies blur, blend together. Well, it was a few behind because Celtic Pride was in there in the mix, too. Oh, my God. Does, does time even exist when I'm here? <laughs> what am I doing? It's a time vortex. I guess. The uh, Well, one thing about Spencer um, Hamilton's crew too. They all knew martial arts. They were all amazing in it. They were real good. Uh, the, the he, they were all basically his bodyguards. The yeah. chick, she was the couple cool. dudes, Her the Asian guys. Exciting, but What's up? Her death wasn't that exciting. No, she just fell into a bunch of pipes and yeah. stuff. Yeah, it was for. Uh, I they felt, hyped her up. Yeah, I felt thought the fight between her and Cynthia the Rothrock was going to be way cooler, and it kind of just she just kicked her off. And See, this movie didn't meet my high expectations. No, I just. Kick some ass at the end, and then towards the end, when Sean goes with the Asian dudes to meet up with Spencer, yeah, this he, is intense. This is he has a about. shotgun duct taped to the guy's head. Yeah, it's not. It's like his neck. Yeah, like it's straight in the back of his spine, and he's like pushing him around. It's real scary. Yeah, go on. And then, funny. you know, he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna shoot this guy." Blah blah. blah. And Spencer's like, "Fine, go ahead, do it." And well, and then Sean does it and blows this guy's fucking brains out. Did he? Because he just pulled. Did he did he use both his hands or did he just pull it? And because it was taped, no, he he pulled it because he basically used it as a distraction. Right, but when he pulled it, that's what set it off, right? Because it was taped to his neck. No, he pulled the trigger. All right, that's true. Yeah, he pulled the trigger. 
brains oh went everywhere, God. and it was so bloody, and was just like they didn't, there wasn't many effects like this. Even in the last one, there weren't like like I said, there was barely any blood when people fought. Yeah, and then this is the, one of the few times in the movie where people were actually using guns. Uh-huh. It, it's and then he blows this guy's brains apart. Oh brains God. go everywhere. Oh my God. And then he flips the gun around behind him and shoots this guy in the chest. And the blood goes all over the van. It was like an intense like couple seconds. It was so I, fast. I couldn't. Even though we told you what's happening, like you still won't see it coming. Yeah, it's nuts. It's so fast. It's so fast. But I And I kind of wish that also the death for Spencer Hamilton. I wish that was a little bit more. It was cool. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was good. I mean. And he went down and same thing with the big tough dude who was like the main henchman guy. Yeah. He went down in a way like that made total sense because like obviously this guy was mega badass. Nobody was going to beat him in a hand-to-hand fight. No. But were there in this like warehouse factory thing. Lots of factory fights. Factory fights. Dark man. And yeah, Dark man. It's a dark man. Yeah, that's battle. what I thought of. Yeah. There's like Dark Man meets Terminator in the end. And fucking factories. The uh, that guy being hung up by a chain and dying like yeah. made a lot of sense because you weren't gonna. I don't think anybody was gonna beat that guy in a, no. in a fist fight. No. And then at the end, they realize that the captain is in on everything. Mm-hmm. They go to his house yep. to be like, "We're gonna get you and yeah. turn you in." Yeah. They did. They go to go inside, and it yeah. cuts to the captain first. First, you see somebody peeking out, looking through the window. So like. You assume it's the captain, and he sees him, and then you can. And then yeah, it, cu- it, it cuts to the captain inside the house, and he blows his brains out. The gun—you can still hear the gunshot ringing, and then the credits are just already like halfway up the screen, and it's done. That's it. Yeah, the movie. There's no done. like. There's no Billy and Sean, you know, riding the sunset or. You know, he goes back to the precinct and he changes changes it around and gets some award. You know, you'd think there'd be that scene. He gets like an award, like a medal. She gets one too or something. something. Some sort of like, you know, resolution to everything other than just that guy blows his brains out because he couldn't take, take it. He knew where he was going. Just imagine if some of these movies were books. And you're reading a book, like the whole thing is like, oh, you're into it. And then it's just like the captain blows his brains out. And then the end. It's just like, what? I. Everybody gets their. Like there should be five more pages here. At least, I mean, maybe even like a paragraph. Right or just something. Just a little epilogue. Right. Just something. Anything. But nope, nope. Gunshot. Boom. It didn't even end on the main characters. They weren't even in the scene. No. It was just it's this just... captain, and he blowing his brains out. And you just you hear the you see the muzzle flash and then it goes you don't see his brain explode. They use that effect, I guess. Yeah, they used it once. Which is why it was so bizarre when they used that effect because the whole movie they have the cute little cuts where like you don't actually see some of the full violence and stuff. Right, but for the most part, it was it wasn't it was guns, just right. gu- it wasn't guns. So yeah. I think that's why. And also, there weren't guns used really in the last one either. So I think that's why it was more like, whoa! I can't believe that guy's brains just got blown all over the place. Yeah, because these guys are more like criminals that just happen to know martial arts. In the last movie, like martial arts was the whole fucking thing. David Carradine's, whatever that character's name, he was all about like martial arts being the best guy in the world. Yeah, he ran a school. Yeah, and it was all his connection. But yeah, that one had a lot of swerves. This one had I didn't expect the things that yeah the people that died. I didn't expect the way they died and no, the once, timing of their deaths and once um 
Tiffany so-and-so. When she dies, that's when, like, it's pedal the metal. Yeah. Because in everything, that's, like, our next act. Second yeah. half of the movie. It's just yeah. like, oh, shit. For sure. But, I, I, yeah, I really, uh, I really liked martial law, too. It's pretty awesome. I didn't expect... Because, like, the last one I thought was cool. It was a cool movie. And then with the sequels to these movie directed movie video movies, you're always taking a risk. It's always like, ugh, what are they trying to do here? And it's like, well, now you got rid of that one guy, but you kept her, which is cool, but still like, ugh. And they're both equally as main characters. Like, yeah, they're not. There's not one that's more prominent than the other. In one. the beginning of this one, we th- we thought maybe oh they're sh- they're pushing her to the side, but they definitely didn't. It looked like yeah, that's why it's a weird like send off. Like we're writing off the old movie, but like okay. You know, like, there's no, like, old characters you're saying bye to. They just stop them from being partners, and then she ends up being his whole fucking partner in the movie anyway. Pretty much. She's just working off the books. She's, she's, basi- on, she's supposed to be on vacation. She's basically a vigilante. Yeah. So, like, all right. Need more, need, need more Roth Rock in my life. Yeah, for sure. Uh, well, we could definitely watch some movies of hers on Amazon Prime. That's we for can. sure. And speaking of Amazon Prime... Yeah, you gonna throw it at me? Yes, the movie for next week. What are you throwing at me? It's also on Amazon Prime. Most of these things I don't know until they're told to me. It was a so get genuine reaction. It was a from myself a suggestion, listener suggestion. Those are always in a in a review. Those are fucking gems. on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, from one McCooley underscore DMP. Oh, we're just really giving him the, the full pander today. We said if you suggest a movie, we'll, well watch it. I'm not it. saying we're not doing it. It is a 1990. Nine film. It's a good year. Called Inferno, starring Jean Claude Van Damme, Pat Morita, and Danny Trejo. Oh Jesus! Is that Pat Morita's like last movie? Yeah, I, I could be damn well close to his last movie. I don't know what his actual last movie uh, was. Well, let's hype up next week and let's look that up. Oh, well, it definitely wasn't Inferno with Tom Hanks. That's a different Inferno. No. And it's definitely not the Dario Argento movie Inferno. No. It's the, and the Hellraiser. There's too many movies with the word Inferno in well, there. It's such a... It's too cool. Did one say Guardians of the Galaxy? too cool of a word. Well, this movie is also called Desert Heat. Well, that's fine. Which is interesting. I like how it says a man, and then in the description on IMDb, it just says JCVD. Um, so, Pat Morita, his last film... Was not this. When when was his last movie made? Now well, I he died know. in 2005, but there were still movies coming out in 2014. Damn. So, he still had, you know... You know, he must have made just a slew of just other... Like, obviously, voice on Spongebob and... Yeah. Kingdom Hearts 3 voices, and... Yeah, he was still doing... Damn. He had a movie come out in 2014. Oh my god. Why is it called that? Why is it called that? Rice Girl. Why is it called that? And this cover is not... Wendy Yee, Wendy Yee is a dim-witted actress desperately tries to land a big role in director Martini's new movie, Hooker X. What? This is the last credit that Pamarita will ever have. I wish I didn't look this up now. You're the one that wanted to. Well, you know what? Sometimes you just gotta know something. He starts as... as Peter Ong. This is not good. Hey, that's the guy from Karate Kid. The guy from Cobra. Oh, shit. This is worth watching. <laughs> this is their last battle. They're in this movie together. It's sad. 
And uh, Emilio Estevez. Emilio Estevez's brother and Charlie Sheen's other brother that nobody gives a fuck about, Joe Estevez. That nobody gives a fuck about. I don't know if that's their brother. I think this is Martin Sheen's um. Yeah, is that going to say their, their uncle? That's what he looked like. I don't know. Guy, they all, all those guys look the same. They all look alike. Yeah, that's Pat Morita's last movie, Rice Girl. Hmm. Before that was Blunt Movie. He yeah. was just out of his. He was just going to town. He was just getting that those paychecks. This movie is a, oh my god! What Not is going Dennis Rodman. Dennis Rodman, Angie Everhart, Michael Winslow, Jackie Martling. Dennis Rodman's my favorite ambassador. He's also he's also was an action star for a short amount of time. He had a movie with JCVD. He did. It's called Double Impact. It was. I remember that was on like. I remember that was. I watched that obviously. But it might have been on the last time I went to the, the local Bob Bardash, like on the TV. I remember watching it on like a TV, like seeing it, like oh that's on, okay. Yeah, double double team, double impact is another is a double impact is a Jean Claude Van Damme movie where he plays twins. Isn't double impact also about a meteorite? That's just um, deep, impact. deep impact. You sure the movies that called Jean Claude had a few movies where he played the same two people. Replicant was one where it was like two guys that looked like him. Yeah. And then uh, Double Impact. But the Double double Team is the one with Dennis Rodman. And then Dennis Rodman was also in another movie called Simon Says. And that had Dane Cook in it. Before Dane Cook was like... Before anybody knew who Dane Cook was. And then everybody wanted to forget. Right. Yeah. It was called Simon Says. It's a really bad movie. But I remember seeing it. It's not good. The game is not over until Simon Says. I mean... Okay. That's but that's not what we're watching. That's not what was suggested to us to watch for the podcast. No, McCooley suggested Rice Girl, I think. Yeah, McCooley suggested Rice Girl, so we're watching Rice Girl. No, we're watching Inferno from 1999, starring JCVD. I don't think we've watched any JCVD movies on here. We have not. I think this might be the... Well, no, before, uh, before you were on the podcast, we had watched... Well, those don't matter. Uh, well, they don't really. It's fine. No, <laughs> they do. Fine. All the episodes matter. You can find them all on our website, bbpodcast.com, in the fucking backlog yeah, there. Yeah, we'll the Patreon give them to you. Yeah. We did watch one. Actually, it was either for this podcast or for Potty Mouse, where we started doing the B-Movie Breakdown, but Hard Target was one we watched. A uh, good, great Van Damme movie where he plays a Cajun dude. Oh, I've seen it. And he has a mullet. That was during the Van Damme mullet time. And it's a John Woo flick. Oh, shit, yeah. And Lance Henriksen is the bad guy. I have seen that movie. And he bites a rattlesnake's rattle off. John claude does. And hangs the snake in a tree. And then a guy walks by and gets bit by it because he didn't hear the fucking rattle. This poor snake is bleeding out. Ah, what's going on with my life? I'm a tree. Yeah, but uh, Lance Hendricks in the movie is like basically like picking off homeless people and stuff in New Orleans and like hunting them down. Yeah, we got. Why is it like a theme in movies in the '90s? Hunting homeless people because like they people thought they were a menace, so it was like it was basically cleaning up the streets. It was basically like yeah, like that debate. I would say like you know some people would think they're people. You can't be doing that, which are usually which rightfully so are the good guys. And the bad guy's like, you should just kill him. Because we watched Surviving the Game, and that was uh-huh. finding homeless people, hunting them. Though they were taking them out to the woods and stuff. But the hard target is more just like they're just doing it in the streets of New Orleans, which is like... So we're just playing the purge? 
Yeah, basically. But out in public. Right. Where, where we're totally not, fly, right? It's not legal. Yeah, right. Where there's usually people all over the place yeah, in a tour, a big city, popular city. So, uh, but yeah, next week, Inferno, Jean-Claude Van Damme should be quite interesting. I've never seen this movie. Never. Have you? Have you seen Inferno? I'll watch it this week before the podcast. Oh, okay. That <laughs> makes sense. Yeah. No, I'm not doing yeah, that. I've, I, have, but, yeah, I have not I've seen, seen I've seen a lot of Jean-Claude movies, but this is definitely one I've never seen. So surprised we've never watched like a Street Fighter or something like that. I found my copy of Cyborg. Cyborg is I, a fucking awesome movie. I have in like 10 years. That's uh, I think that got a recent Shout Factory release. Interesting. On Blu-ray. Yes. The unofficial yeah. sequel to He-Man. Yeah, Cyborg is awesome. I'm pretty sure there's a sequel to Cyborg. I think you're right. And it doesn't have Jean-Claude in it. No, it's called Cyborgs. There's a lot. It's, it's just Cyborg it. 2 or something like that. There's a, there's a lot of those Jean-Claude movies where he didn't do the sequels. Yeah. And they just replaced him with, like in Kickboxer... They yeah. his character dies in the second one, off, like off screen. He there's a gunshot. He's die. He dies, and the dude who played Cody on Step by Step, yeah. his name's Sasha something. He was a martial arts actor, and he comes in as Jean Claude's brother and basically replaces him for three more movies. Hey, sometimes that happens. And I think they made some new kickboxer movies, right? They may have. Are they are those Bloodsport movies or kickboxer ones? Like Batista was in one. Speaking of wrestling, that's a good way to talk about. Did um, did um, is that what happened to John Cena's character in between the first and second Marine? Yeah, he died. He died off screen. He died off screen, and then is that what happened? Like, is that real? I don't know who was in the second Marine movie. Isn't it Randy? No, Randy was in Twelve Rounds too. He was. Is is the Miz? The no, it was one? it was uh, DiBiase. I think was in the second Marine. Yeah, DiBiase, Ted DiBiase Jr. How weird. It was in the second Marine movie. And then The Miz took over at three. And then just it's, his, it's, his, it's his movie. Yeah, these are mine now. Well, that one's coming out soon. We'll get to watch that with Becky Lynch and Shawn Michaels. I'm glad we get to review a Marine movie every year on the podcast. We've only done one. Yeah. Wasn't that like last year? Yeah. So every year. Yeah, until they stop making them. Right, which will be never. Which will be never. Right. So, uh, so yeah. All right, next week we're going to watch the Marine. Not, yeah, next week we're going to we're watch all the Marine movies at one time, simultaneously, on right. multiple TVs. Got to have all the TVs on. No, next week, Inferno, it's on Amazon Prime. Check it out. So come back next week for more of the best of the worst. It's the best of the worst. <laughs>